0: Hi, this is Amber. I'm a healer and a teacher. My website is www.sacredspacehealing.org. I specialize, focus on core wound healing work, inner child healing work and sacred union work, as well as shamanic healing and clearing and Reiki healing. Today's podcast then is focused on relationships and something that I see quite a lot in my practice, which is getting over a past relationship, an old relationship. It may not even necessarily be the, the the most recent ex in your life, but it will be a relationship that's really um, in some ways impacted you and now it, you it feels impossible to move past it. Um, so I'm going to run you through some simple things that you can start to do and some ways of thinking that might assist. So if we look at uh, just what from an energetic perspective, what happens, um, then I can explain how the healing process works um, from a healer's perspective. When we come into union with someone, and so by relationships I mean a romantic relationship, a sexual relationship, but you know this can apply to friendships as well. Um, but the the bond is deeper, and it and the the merging is is far more intense when it's a romantic relationship. So when we come into relationship with someone, we're merging our energy field with theirs. We're becoming one, and that's ultimately what we 're seeking we 're seeking to become one unit. you know couples become a unit and they do everything as a unit um so we 're not only merging with them physically but we 're merging with them emotionally, spiritually mentally etherically energetically now, for each couple, it 's going to be different, and for some couples you it may be that there 's a really deep merging on all those levels, and for others when you look back on it you might realize that that relationship was purely physical or it was physical and mental but it it lacked something in in the heart area um this merging then means that we in a sense we we exchange a part of who we are and we we take on a part of someone else and they take on a part of us and in a healthy relationship that's that's great it means that you know we're taking on All the positives of our partner, sometimes the things that are not so positive, and they're doing the same with us. And so there's a give and take. There's a fair exchange there. Sometimes in relationships, it's not a fair exchange. And what's happening is one partner is giving and giving and giving and the other is taking. And that can cause a real depletion. But most of the time, there's a fair exchange. And because it's happening on many different levels, I suppose the way to visualize it is as if we have cords coming out from different parts of our bodies. Um, They're just energy cords. And it's how we feel our place in the world. And it's how we kind of attach ourselves to things. So there's a cord coming out from the heart, let's say, and the stomach and the sacrum area, um, sacral area and the base chakra and the throat and the third eye and so on. When we come into relationship, these cords are getting tangled up with someone else's cords, sometimes unwillingly, but often willingly. When we're falling in love, we're giving our heart to someone. We say, I gave my heart to someone. So you can imagine that there's there's cords kind of tied together at the heart level, um, at the solar plexus, because often that's to do with our place in the world, our ego, um, our fire, our creativity. Um, our sort of passions, um, the things that we're here to do. And sometimes there can be a real intermingling of that. Obviously, there's going to be an intermingling at the lower two chakras because if it's a sexual relationship, then not only are you in close proximity, but you're exchanging energy, you're exchanging fluids at the lower level as well. So there's a real intertwining of all these cords that are coming out from our body. Now, when a relationship ends, say it ends amicably, then what we hope is that we're able to untangle these cords because we mindfully end a relationship. We do it by talking through the things that haven't worked. Um, we forgive each other um we give back to each other any possessions that we may have you know we say i let you go and we do it with love and we do it with grace and so as much as possible we untangle these cords what tends to happen is either one person pulls away because they've been pulled away so um they met someone else, or maybe they're no longer in this incarnation, or they forcefully pull themselves away because they no longer want to be in this relationship. so what the other person is left with is having is is suddenly feeling like something's been ripped away from them, so they were intertwined with someone, and then suddenly all those cords have been ripped away, and now they 're left feeling empty, and they're feeling depleted and they don't know why and they're feeling like something's missing and for the other person who pulled away they might have pulled away quite forcefully and left something of theirs behind they might have left a cord behind or they might have left an aspect of themselves behind in shamanism we would say a part of your soul um And maybe they've taken something that wasn't theirs because they pulled away so forcefully and now they feel weighed down by their ex and they don't know why they can't shift that feeling. And so what you have is two parties who are kind of struggling. You know, maybe one feels as if they've lost something, another feels as if they're carrying something around that isn't theirs and it's a little bit of a mess. So shamanically what we would do is in the healing, it would just be about clearing away anything that isn't Yours. So if you've come out of a relationship, I think one of the wisest things you can do is go for an energy healing pretty much as soon as possible. Um, And that's to get yourself back to your energy center and to get rid of anything that isn't yours. And by get rid, I don't mean that you just throw it away and disregard it. You know, nothing is disregarded in shamanism. Everything is given back or recycled. So if you were holding on to an aspect of someone else's power or a soul aspect, that would be returned to them in the healing. So they would get a healing as well. They would be able to get on with their lives and so would you. That's why it's such beautiful work. And similarly in Reiki healing as well, you know, no energy work is just about ripping something off and chucking it out. We always send it back to where it needs to go or if it needs to be recycled, we ask for it to be recycled. So I think one of the best things you can do after a breakup is go in for a healing. And what the healing will do is clear you of anything you might be holding on to that isn't yours, send it back to where it needs to go to and bring back for you anything that you may have left behind in this relationship now often what we leave behind is a part of our soul and a part of our power and that's why we can end up feeling empty or depleted and if over time we don't return we don't ask for those parts of us to come back we're left with an empty space in us and we'll keep trying to fill that empty space with other things so other relationships addictions um you usually some form of negative behavior because everything that we're trying to fill that empty space in us with is never really going to do the job because the thing that we're yearning for is an aspect of ourselves and an aspect of ourselves is still stuck with someone else so in shamanism soul loss is what in psychotherapy you would probably call disassociation um, and it just means in shamanism that when something traumatic happens to us, we we kind of lose a part of ourselves, either because we leave it someplace, we leave it in the traumatic event. So we leave it in the memory of that event, past, present and future all happening at the same time, or because a part of us flees to escape the trauma of the event. So it could even be that you break up with someone and that's so traumatic for you that a part of your soul escapes the the trauma of it all and you disassociate and then you find that when you want to be in a relationship later on down the line you can't really seem to connect you can't seem to commit but you know five years ago you didn't have a problem committing or connecting it's just happened in the last few years and you wonder why so that's the healthiest thing that we can do on an energetic level after a breakup is to go see someone to assist us for a healing and there are plenty of healers out there who do concessionary rates and donation-only rates. So I don't think money is ever an issue when it comes to healing. I think, yes, often we need to pay – We, we what we pay for is what we will get often, not always. And so some of the more experienced healers are charging more because they're more experienced and they probably have more overheads and they take better care of themselves. But that's not to say that healers who charge less or do donation-only work aren't equally great. You know, there there can be no blanket judgments on this. As long as you choose well and you go on recommendations, um, you, you should do fine and, and have someone who can help you. The other thing that you can do energetically as a self-healing work is to start the process of forgiveness, inner forgiveness and forgiveness of this partner of yours. So um, inner forgiveness is forgiving yourself for any mistakes that you think you might have made. You know, if you think you screwed things up, if you think the relationship ended because of you if you think that you said the wrong things or did the wrong things if you think you didn't handle it very well is to go into a space of being able to forgive yourself of understanding that you did the best that you could and that next time you will do differently and perhaps there are deeper seated reasons for why you behaved a certain way Perhaps there are things in you that need addressing. Perhaps there are core wound issues. Perhaps there's childhood trauma. Perhaps there are inner child issues that need looking at. And so all these things can be addressed. And it gives you a really good plan of the kind of healing work that is going to empower you moving onwards rather than beating yourself up over an old relationship. And then, of course, forgiveness of the other. So, I don't care how mindful people say they are, there's always a little bit of resentment when we break up with someone. We feel as if, you know, they did something, there'll always be something, there'll be a memory of something, that time when this thing happened or they said that to us. And so it's a really good practice to do a forgiveness meditation where you're forgiving that person for anything that they said or they did that may have caused you harm intentionally or unintentionally. You're forgiving them, not because you are saying that what they did is right, But just because you want to set yourself free and you want to set them free. And the surest path to freedom is forgiveness. If you go on the website, which is www.sacredspacehealing.org... And the MP3 section, there's a forgiveness meditation that's a really powerful meditation that you can use to um, forgive a significant other in your life. And there is an inner forgiveness meditation that's on the free download section. So that's free to listen to. Um, And that's a short meditation taking you on a process of inner forgiveness. And they're both really worth diving into if if you've recently come out of a breakup. I think those are two of the most powerful things that you can do when you've come out of a relationship energetically is to look at forgiving yourself, forgiving the other person as quickly as possible and getting a healing to gather back parts of yourself and to return parts of yourself as quickly as possible. What happens if we don't do it as quickly as possible is that these things become entrenched and it becomes harder for us to let go, it becomes harder for the other person to let go and we find ourselves in this kind of spiral where we're now attracting similarly um, difficult relationships to us. You know, the pattern that broke up our last relationship, we're still attracting it into our life now, and then we perpetuate a cycle. So whatever it is that broke up your last relationship... Whatever was the core reason why that relationship didn't work, that's the thing to look at addressing and keep that as a plan of action moving forwards because that's the thing that will change things for you and change your future so you're not repeating the things of the past that didn't help you or that caused you pain. Because one of the most powerful things that we can do is look at these experiences with exes and thank the teacher for coming into our lives and teaching us what we needed to learn at that point. Obviously, if this person was, is your beloved and is the person you're meant to spend the rest of your life with, then you will Work things through, and you will end up together even after a period of separation. And deep in your heart, you will know that. We all know when we've met our beloved, we all know when we're meant to spend the rest of our lives with someone. And if deep in your heart, you don't feel this about an ex, but you're just aggrieved that it didn't work out, and you feel that you wasted the best years of your life, or you feel hurt, hard done by, then the most empowering thing you can do is to clear, release, forgive look at the patterns that created the dynamic in that relationship that didn't serve you and start to address those patterns. So that's what you can do energetically when you've come out of a relationship. Physically, there are lots of little things that you can do that are like rituals that will also help the energetic work. The most empowering thing to do is to have a clear out. So just like you're energetically returning what's theirs and taking back what's yours, it's really important to do that physically. So if you have items of your ex's, Return them to your ex. If your ex doesn't want them, or you're not in contact, then destroy them in some way I wouldn't say give them to a charity shop because they're going to be tinged with the memories of a breakup and that's not great energy to be passing on I would say destroy them then do a ceremony do a fire ceremony or a water ceremony and the intention behind it is to release the energy of this relationship to transform it to transmute it and to set the both of you free so you can both have happiness come into your lives and both have union come into your lives That's the most important thing you can do in your space. So often our space is littered with things that are linked to our past. We don't even realize it, but we have, you know, a pen or a necklace or a piece of clothing or something that reminds us of not very happy memories or very happy memories that are no longer there from our past. And the most empowering thing we can do is to just get rid of that. And that includes, you know, the favorite top that you always wore, that your ex loved or the T-shirt that your girlfriend wore or um, the skirt that your boyfriend loved you in whatever it it may have been is to just get that away because these are triggers for you that keep pulling you back to the past and what you want to do is be fully present in the present because there's no way you can move on with your life if you're constantly got one foot in the past you're just chaining yourself so it is nice to do a ceremony if you can. It's a really lovely thing to do is to just be with your ex and say, look, this is your stuff and take back your stuff. Will be, it will be so healing to do that, but it's not always possible to do that. Um, so in which case, release their items, whatever you have of theirs, release. Now, I can't, You can't guarantee that they will do the same with your stuff, but at least you're doing as much as possible from your end. It's also really important to start to look back over your relationship and rather than oh, remembering the times when you were laughing in the rain or, you know, the times you were snuggled up in bed together or, you know, the times that you were intimate together, is to start to remember um, w- all that you learned from this person. So rather than remembering things to, to re-trigger and wound yourself, start to remember things as an, as an outsider watching a film. And to honor it. So just to look at interactions and say, well, I learned from my ex how to laugh at myself, or I learned from my ex how to tap dance, or I learned how to cook, or I learned how to um, you know, keep a clean home, or I learned how to let go, or whatever it was. And And to really honor that learning. And when we do that, then we're better placed to honor that relationship. And then it's easier for us to let go of it because we understand why the relationship came into our lives. Otherwise, we can't make sense of it. Why did I meet this person, fall in love with them, only to have them break my heart and leave me? But if we can understand that they came into our lives to teach something in the most powerful, profound and beautiful way possible, it's easier for us to accept the process that we've gone on with them. Making space is about letting go. So the more we can let go physically, emotionally and energetically, the more we're making space in ourselves for love to come in. And that's not only a new love, but that's also self-love to come in. So that's why we're creating space. If we don't create space, we're going to be drowning in the memories of the past. You know, Sometimes I meet people or I meet clients and their life is a litany of old relationships, this ex and that ex and this ex and that ex and you just wonder, well, how is there any space in your life for a new partner when you're still dancing with the shadows of your exes? At some point, we have to be able to let go and be fully present so we can step forward in our lives. What tends to happen with people like that is that seven years down the line, five years down the line, they're still in the same patterns and all their exes will be married with the kids or in long term relationships. Their exes aren't doing the same dance usually. Usually it's one person that's holding on and the other that moves on. So this podcast is to empower you to be the one that moves on because it's important. Otherwise we get stuck, we get stagnant. And that can lead to all sorts of issues around addictions, but also just sort of self-harming. So we're making space also for self-love. So it's also really important after a breakup. What the tendency is to get out there, meet someone else, have a quick, you know, one night stand or whatever, a quick fling, and forget our ex because it's too painful, and we just want physical contact with someone else. That's our desire because the pain of being separated is so hard. But I guarantee you that if you do the healing work to call back those parts of yourself and to return that which isn't yours, if you clear your space, if you do the forgiveness work, and if you start to really look at this relationship as a learning curve, you won't feel the same desire to go out and, and obliterate everything with alcohol or drugs or a one-night stand. You will have more understanding of why this relationship has come to an end and therefore be better placed to spend quiet time with yourself. The purpose of quiet time then is to, is to nurture self-love, self-nourishment, self-healing and to find out who you are now apart from this relationship you may have spent five years ten years six months you know however long in 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 meshed with another their likes became your likes it's often is the case their favorite music became your favorite music you now can't listen to an artist without thinking of your ex you can't eat certain foods without thinking of them you will need to take a period of time where you remember who you are And it might be that the things that they liked are now the things that you genuinely do like. Or it could be that when you really spend time with yourself, you'll find that there's other things in your life that you're also equally passionate about, but you just couldn't explore those passions while you were with this person because they loved red wine and you loved vodka. (laughs) I'm not saying that that's a passion to explore, but what I'm saying is that it's about discovering what your likes and your dislikes are. You know, so often in a in a in a union what we tend to do is try and find balance and so we often put our own desires to one side and we enmesh ourselves in someone else's when really a balanced relationship is about maintaining who you are and then choosing to be in union with another but never losing your sense of self what tends to happen when we enter relationships without entering them as sacred union is that we lose who we are and then when the relationship ends we have no idea who we are and we're just holding on to aspects from old relationships And so we become a sort of collage of every person that we've ever been involved with and we lose a sense of who we are. You know, we are not our first boyfriend or our first girlfriend's favorite piece of music. We are not the clothes that our long-term partner told us they like to send. We are not the food that our last partner loved to eat we will have our own likes and dislikes and quiet time will really help you to discover that and maybe you'll need to just try things again so you know if your partner was into hot spicy food and you know you you grew to like hot spicy food maybe it's time to try food that isn't hot and spicy and to see how that makes you feel you know if your partner was into film noir and you actually quite like slapstick maybe it's time to rediscover your joy for slapstick you know things like this will help you to remember who you are outside of relationship with that person what you're doing therefore is you're falling in love with life again and you're falling in love with yourself again and you're breaking a habit that's all you're doing you're breaking a habit which is why quiet time is so important And the more you do this, the more you will be better placed for coming into a relationship the next time around as yourself, not as someone wounded by their past, not as someone carrying the template of an old relationship, but just as yourself. And of course, if you really honor this work, you'll be so much better placed to enter into sacred union the next time around. Um... And you will be so much better placed to call your beloved to you because if you're mourning an ex and it hasn't worked out, chances are they weren't your beloved. And so the positive is your beloved is still out there. The love of your life is still out there. But what you can do is sit around and hold on to the past saying, no, 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 that was the love of my life. Or you can let go, surrender, be good to yourself and trust that the love of your life is still out there. But they can't come to you while you're holding on to the past. I remember someone saying to me years ago when I was going through a breakup and just impossibly not letting go, just being terrible and really the only person I was torturing was myself you know just depressed and crying all the time It was the only thing I ever talked about and people asked me how I was that's all I talked about I mean honestly just terrible and I said well you know he was the love of my life and this person turned around and said Amber if he was the love of your life he'd be with you right now he's not the love of your life and at the time that was the most hurtful thing someone could have said to me but looking back on it he was not the love of my life because we would be together now he was an important part of my life and taught me much about myself but that's as far as it went the love of your life is the love of your life and they will still be in your life no matter what they will want to be in your life no matter what and you will want to be in their life no matter what and it will be because you feel that you connect on every single level physically emotionally mentally spiritually it will be because you are in sacred union it will be because you know in the deepest part of yourself this is where your soul belongs and both of you will feel that not because it's a habit or an addiction not because it's easier not because you did it for five years you might as well carry on but because it will be a calling of your soul that will call you back to them time and again through a space of joy, not a space of pain. So often you have this dynamic where people, couples keep getting back together again and it's painful and they break up and it's painful and they break up. It will be joyful. It will be joyful. Anything that causes you pain is a sign that we are out of alignment in some way and is a sign that we need to look at what is out of alignment so hopefully some of these tips will help with the process of letting go of an ex my number one tip is to seek healing um if you go and obviously go to whoever caused you the most um if you check out the website you'll see that there's reiki healing work there's um core wound healing work and there's the block clearing work and all of that can help with clearing the residue of old relationships, most especially the block clearing work can help with just doing a few rituals and affirmations that will just help you clear the energy of someone that you are no longer in relationship with and and give you the right start to meet the person that you are meant to be in relationship with. So until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.